Hello and welcome to another episode of uh, You Have to Watch This. Um, I'm Ryan. And I'm Alan. And I'm taking the lead here today since Alan's voice is a little yeah, I a feel, little weak. I, I feel horrible. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you're still, uh, you're still okay with me coming over to do this. I almost canceled. But then yeah. I, I slept all morning. I was like, I can't cancel now. Um, <laughs> you got but plenty I, wa- of sleep. I wanted to get this out because we've had some technical issues. And yeah. I'm not happy about it. Yeah, no. We, we've had about uh, two to three podcasts that uh, kind of never well, we had, made we, it we to We have two podcasts fruition. that are completely gone. One's unusable. Yeah. Uh, because you can't hear my microphone at all. No. Like, you can barely hear it. And I can't fix that in post. The other one didn't save right. Like, it just did not export. So, yeah. and that was our, that was the Halloween movie you had never seen, which yeah. was Halloween Town. Which was Halloween Town. Um, and a quick synopsis for people who really wanted to know my opinion. He did not like it. <laughs> As an adult, watching it on your own, not so much. If you grew up with it, you love it. That's pretty much what we kind of came down to. Yeah. So, um, and I, I want to try to do Red October again because that one was fun. Yeah. Um, I'm re- I'm not happy that we lost that one. Well, um, we can always redo that one. That's fine. Yeah. So stay tuned. That might happen. Might not. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We've got some other exciting. We things have to going go through on. some more uh, so, movie titles. Um, but today is actually Halloween. Yes. Like we're recording this today. I'm in and my orange and black striped uh, sweater. One, two. Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, shut okay, the wait, door. Wait. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not the movie we're going to talk about. I'm probably going to go take a nap after this. So I don't <laughs> need to be thinking about Freddy Krueger before this. But we're not talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. Did we do that one? No, we didn't okay. do that one. Because I know my wife made me watch that uh, like two years ago. Yeah, that wasn't for this. Um, today we're talking about Halloween. Halloween. Not the remake that just came out. No. The original 1978. Is that the well, year? Well, is the new one really a remake? Well, did, did they no, it's say not a it remake. Was? It's a se- it's a direct sequel to this one. Yes. So, which o- is originally I had wanted to do both in mm-hmm. one episode, but that did not happen. No. Um, because I had just watched this two days ago and have been yeah. sick since. Yeah. So. Yes. Well, so yeah, nineteen seventy eight, John Carpenter's Halloween. Halloween, which John Carpenter's made an, has made a name for himself since because this because this movie was his like. Like, here I am. Yeah. This is what I can do. All of you are going to hate me. <laughs> not the first John Carpenter movie that we've talked about. No, it's not. Because uh, we did talk about The Thing, which we'll yeah. get into later. Yeah. But yeah, so 1978's Halloween uh, with Michael Myers. Yes. So you're taking the lead on this. So yeah. take the lead. Okay, I'll take the lead. So I had seen this before. Now, I haven't seen it in a while, so I rewatched it. I saw it back when I was younger, like younger teens, like not younger kid. Um, and I definitely saw a network broadcast of this originally, so I didn't realize how many boobs were in it, which really aren't that many comparable to his later movies, but yeah. we'll get to that later. Um, I've always liked it. I mean, for being as old as it is, it holds up. I mean, it's still, even though it's the corny slasher movie, because that's really what it is, it's yeah. it's it's good. I mean, to be honest, it's a good film. Like, it's a good put-together movie. Um, what what did you think of it? Because I know the horror genre really isn't your thing. Yeah, but... horror's not really my thing, because when we sat down and tried to come up with movies for me to make you watch that you haven't seen in the horror genre for Halloween... Uh, we came up with Halloween Town. <laughs> so, um, yeah, horror's not really my thing. Um, 
but my wife's really into it. Yeah. So she's she had watched this when she was like nine, mm-hmm. and she was like, I don't know why my dad let me watch this when I was nine, but he did. So mm-hmm. that's a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I enjoyed it. Um, it definitely still holds up as a horror movie. Oh yeah. When I'm going in and out of like I I had trouble watching this because I kept dozing off, not because of that. Not because of the movie, just because I was. You exhausted. have a horrible working schedule. That's yeah. why you keep on dozing off. Yeah, and I was working overnights this past yeah. weekend, so that like I was adjusting from that, and um, but I kept dozing off. I had, I had to actually go back and rewatch the last twenty minutes of the movie because I missed like all of it. Yeah. So like, but I woke up for like the very end when, like the very last scene, I, I caught and I was like, okay, I'm awake, and my wife thought I was awake for the whole thing. <laughs> And then I had to tell her last night, like, I have to go back and rewatch the last 20 minutes. She's like, you're kidding me. I kept trying to wake you. I was like, I know. Um, At that point, it's better just to reschedule. Because whenever my wife and I try to watch movies and either I'm dead tired and I'm falling asleep or she's dead tired and she's falling asleep, uh, we just decide, you know, we'll watch this later. We turn on something else. Like, if I'm the one falling asleep, she puts on whatever she wants to put on and I go to bed. Or yeah. vice versa, which usually ends up being a hockey game or Futurama at this point. Yeah. <laughs> this, um, well, I had to watch it this night because I thought I was going to be at work. But no, I caught off sick. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it definitely has some scares in it that still work and mm-hmm. still hold up. Um. And the death scenes in it, like, they don't, like, they're simple. Because, again, this was the first Halloween. This was the first time John Carpenter was actually doing stuff like this. Yeah, it's very low budget. So it's, exactly. Uh, um, it's very low budget, so it's not like the spraying of blood. They don't have, you know, for, for the money they had to get the homes, to get the street, to get the actors, to get the police, you know, to be able to use, you know, the, the the local police and everything for the uh, for the movie they didn't have the money to like make a dummy to spill its guts out mm-hmm. so it so but they made up for that because even though they're not bloody they're still hard to watch because one thing I hate about a lot of movies and death scenes when somebody gets strangled they struggle for like five seconds and then they're bleh, they're dead when in reality it's like 25 30 45 to a minute mm-hmm. well 25, 30, 45 seconds to a minute of struggling because that's how long it takes for you to pass out. Or it could be even longer than that. Um, especially if you're just going for the airway. So, I mean, the fact that they had like a 30 second, you know, scene where he's strangling the first victim in the car, like in her struggling like that, that's hard to watch. Yeah. Um, so w- w- which one was it for you? Which one was what? Like the like the one death scene where it, it kind of went from like okay this is an older horror movie to wow that's actually disturbing. Um, I think I don't know. Like I'm trying to remember. You had the one in the car, then yeah. you had the guy who goes downstairs to get beer. And where he gets stabbed with a, yeah. a knife and gets hung, pretty much. And then you have uh, the uh, uh, the, one, the other the girl. one in the car. Um, the one in the car that jump scare of him po- popping up out of the back seat. I yeah, really, I really enjoyed. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, <laughs> he was there. Um, and then the one in the kit, like they were all good. Oh yeah. Um, the opening scene though, like when he's just like 
you get his point of view and then yeah he puts on the mask and then kills his sister, sister yeah um i like that yeah i think that was just kind of creepy i think the biggest thing i liked about this movie and what made it the creepiest is just the music like the music itself which it really john carpenter adds. Did. Yeah, John Carpenter. He, he just didn't make yeah. the film and direct it. Like, he composed the music, which was, yeah. like, something you don't really hear of anymore. No, you don't. Because um, it's not like George Lucas is scoring, like, Empire <laughs> Strikes Back. Or yeah. Spielberg's doing whatever the hell Spielberg's doing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, I really like the music. And, like, you, you and I were making jokes before we started the episode about, yeah. like, his my door was locked and you had to wait outside and yeah. like, I hear creepy music playing. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, when it comes to this movie in particular and this type of horror, like again, I, I mentioned that it's more like a slasher movie before, you know, cause you've got the, it's the weapons and knife. The guy's wearing a mask. He's creepy. He doesn't talk like he, you can line up a bunch of movies that have the same type of antagonist, just different costume yeah. and name. So like this, you know, is part of that whole genre, but what, where did you find the suspense in it? Because it's one thing with horror it, it, and one of the reasons why I like it, cause it's, because it's 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 a, it's such a huge genre because you can fit any type of storyline and any type of background story into it. So where within the storyline, where do you think that like suspense was coming? Like, I think the the suspense in this movie came from like the long drawn out takes because mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot of that. Like just not much is going on, and then there's not much sound no <laughs> like and that's why like when he's they just start hearing him breathe mm-hmm. um i think that like the long drawn out silence is yeah. where the the suspense comes in and that's one of the things that i forgot about actually with him you can hear him breathing yeah. when they're going from even, his point of view in the mask even, like that was good well not even just then it's like throughout the whole movie like um even watching it on my phone i was picking that up Mm-hmm. Because that's something that you might not even hear if you're watching it on a TV, but like uh, even on like like you in a, in a typical movie, but in this yeah. one, like it's so in your face mm-hmm. because there's it, the rest of it's so quiet. Yeah. Um, one I did have one issue with this movie that I I told my wife like 20 minutes into it, <laughs> and I'm watching it, and I just turned to my wife like you know, I know this is in the 70s, but I don't. I can't get wrap my head around Jamie Lee Curtis as a teenager. Like to me, she's still. How old is she old. when she? How old was she in that film? I don't know, but she's she's like at least in her twenties. Okay, so she was born. So we're gonna. So we're looking this up. Yeah. Of course, my phone's being slow. Let's just say she's twenty. Okay, it doesn't matter what her age actually was because I, I don't have time to go through and edit yeah. this dead air out. Gotcha. Um, even though she's playing a teenager, like I still picture her as like forty something. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis that I grew up with, like Fish Called Wanda, Jamie mm-hmm. Lee Curtis, or Trading Places and Freaky Friday. Like that's what I picture. Yeah, and I think part of the reason that I couldn't wrap my head around her being a teenager is she sounds the same. Yeah. Everyone else who's playing a teenager sounds like a teenager. Like their well, voice is a little not higher. Not just that. She's but also... her voice was just, it's yeah. still the same. They, like, yeah. her, like she could have done the, the dial, like, 
she could do that dialogue in place of the Activia commercials, and it would still be the same <laughs> voice. Yeah, no, um, I definitely hear what you mean. Plus, I mean, it doesn't help that her character is, is like you've got you've got the two preppy hormonal teenage girls that she's friends with and then and, she's knitting and she's knitting like yeah. she's like it's really like it's for the 70s actually one of the reasons i like movies that show the period of the time and i feel like this movie did a good job of playing on the characters of just showing how different teenagers were you have the what you would consider more modern still in high school starting to sleep with their boyfriends sneaking out of you know like class stuff like that yeah smoking pot or just doing doing stuff they shouldn't be um or considered back then back then to be like horrible things that you know teenage girls shouldn't be doing and then you've got her, which is kind of what you would depict as like the 50s, 60s stereotype of like a teenage girl. Like, never, you know, like she's constantly babysitting. She never gets in trouble. She's a bookworm. Like, there's like the, the characters are so different to a point where it kind of annoys me. It's like how, granted, they live close to each other. Yeah. But how are they friends as teenagers? Well, and the other thing is, like, it plays on the horror, her horror stereotype of the virgin true um and i don't think it's the first movie to do that but, no it's not the first uh, and it, it definitely, definitely wasn't the last because they they do they address it early on like mm -hmm. like she doesn't want to talk to boys and mm -hmm. both of her friends are like yeah boys yeah um so yeah it, like it, it it plays on that too so this is what john carpenter thought a virgin in the 70s would be yeah well actually speaking it probably turned up a, a notch or two yeah so. well speaking of that um on my uh um i had to run some errands this morning okay and i was listening to 1a on npr for people who don't know what 1a is it's uh it's 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 the it's the number one with the letter a um if you go to you know the 1a.org you can go to the you can go to to the page of, of this uh, of this radio show they had john carpenter john, john carpenter on this morning yeah and it was actually really cool it was it, and they were talking about this movie and i was like oh my god what's you know just the fact that this is happening th the day that we're doing this for this movie it was just perfect timing uh it should be up right now uh, to be able to listen to, but uh, what they were going over uh, was why he got involved with the uh, with the sequel. Yeah, um, and he wasn't approached by it. He actually asked to be part of it because they knew that the film was being made, and he figured, well, if they're going to be doing this, uh, you know, on on their own, then I want to be involved. Yeah, and so that's how that happened. It also the people who put up the money to make the first one are the same people to put up the money to make the second one. Oh, really? Believe it or not, yeah. So when I say that they were going to make it regardless if he was going to be involved or not, they were going to make it, and it was going to be released if he was involved or not. Yeah, which is the really cool thing that he actually stuck his neck out and said, "Hey, I want to be in. Uh, you know, I want to be part of this." Because the whole thing is like the new one doesn't address any of the sequels no and it's because if if i'm if i'm right on what what i heard this morning i don't believe john carpenter was that involved with any of the other halloweens that were made after the first was. one but he but he, he he got paid for all of them believe it or not 
he, and he likes every single he one wrote of them. The second one, yeah, but he gets paid for all of them. Every single Halloween that's ever come out, he's been paid for, just because it's you know it's it's his property. But um, yeah, it was just uh, it was cool to uh, it was it was cool to hear that. And then he was also talking about um, he was he was asked the question about the meaning of like the storylines. Uh, particularly about the horror films that he made past this and, and what type of meaning, you know, what, what type of story he put into it yeah, or the commentary, whether it be social commentary or political commentary. Um, it was just, it was a really good interview. It's about 30 minutes yeah. or 25 minutes. Yeah. They usually do like 20 yeah. minutes. It, it was really good. So I highly recommend people to yeah, go, so go and check, check that, that out, out. On, uh, over on one a.org. Yeah. And, uh, check out NPR. <laughs> um, so which is which is who broadcasts the show. So after Halloween, all right, go back. After Halloween, we had uh, a TV movie. He did The Fog, mm-hmm. Escape from New York, and then The Thing. And then The Thing. Um, and he teases The Thing in this because they're wa- the movie they're watching is the original Thing. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Just mm-hmm. knowing that he goes on to direct a remake of the thing. Is it, it shows how much he liked it. Yeah. It shows so, how much he liked that storyline. So it shows that he was working on that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, other horror movies by him. Christine. I love um, Christine. Prince of Darkness. They Live, which I've never seen. Ooh. Um, yeah. So eventually. Yeah. But yeah. Um So, just some IMDb trivia, because I think we should start doing this as a thing. <laughs> um, had a budget of $300,000, went on to make $47 million. Um, in 2008, that would be the equivalent of making $150 million. Uh, so, it's one of the most successful independent films of all time. Good to know. I think it deserves that. Uh, Jamie Lee that. Curtis was hired as the ultimate tribute to Alfred Hitchcock, who had given her mother, Janet Lee, legendary status in Psycho. There we go. Which I forgot that that was... Family of horror. Yeah. And going back to what we were talking about before, of the female leads, only Jamie Lee Curtis was actually a teenager at the time of filming. So yeah. She was a teenager. Everyone else wasn't. And she was the only one I couldn't buy as a teenager. <laughs> Um, and part of the reason the uh, Halloween theme is so weird, yeah, is that it's written in the five four time signature. Ooh. Okay, so that's part of the reason. It's do you it remember time signatures out. and what that what that means? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's just a little bit of trivia for you. Okay. So, when it came to other aspects of the film, was there anything that stood out to you? Just little funny things that... I mean, there wasn't much that was funny. Well, Um, okay. Well, like, uh, things that just stood out. Like, uh, whether it be just, like, the the times or something goofy that you noticed. The the weirdest thing about this movie was the fact that the doctor's like, you know what? I think he's here, so I'm just going to wait at the house for him the whole night. And then, like, 
five hours later, he turns behind him and just sees the car that's been there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was weird. Um, but I did like the doctor scaring off the kids from the house. <laughs> like, that was that's probably the only funny moment in this movie. Yeah. Um, but other than that, um, the way that they use Mike, Michael Myers and just having him be in frame and then disappear, like, that was... I enjoyed that because that's always fun. Like have yeah. something there one second and then gone the next. Um, so Michael's a marathon runner. Yeah. Because you just know, and he's the quietest fast runner I ever heard of. I mean, I've seen. Yeah. Um, better than Batman. That's better than Batman. <laughs> In that one regard. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. That. In that one of, of like being there then disappearing. Better than Batman. Are you talking about like actual Batman or like the Pete Holmes college humor Batman? Are we dead? Yeah, we trust him. I'm going for when he showed up and Commissioner Gordon turns around and he's gone and and Gordon goes, oh, he does that a lot. <laughs> Just in general like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Well, about this movie, not really, because I feel like this movie is pretty much popular enough that almost all of our listeners have seen it. Yeah. If not, you've seen parts of it. You know the lore behind it. What I want to know, though, is what I want to know is about your fast is uh, your feeling about horror, about the horror genre, and. Believe me, I've got, you know, everybody has tastes, and it could just be down to it's just not enjoyable. And I just want to know the whole horror thing. It's not that I don't enjoy it. Okay. It's that growing up, it was never something I was really exposed to. Okay. Um, Which I could actually understand now that you say that. I, in the few horror movies that I've seen in theaters, have not been good. Okay. Like I saw um, The Fifth Kind. Or the fourth kind, Ugh. like that was I saw that in college because there's I think we went to see something else and it was sold out, so we had to go see that. Okay, um, but like I I don't have a good track record with seeing horror in theaters. Um, it's not something I seek out. Yeah, but it's not something that I'm objected I object to. Okay, like if my wife wants to watch a horror movie, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll give that a shot. Or if yeah, I hear a, a lot of good things about something like Get Out. Yeah, like I'll I'll seek that out and watch yeah. that. Um, and I think there's been a lot of good horror movies. I think my the horror movies I liked the most were the Saul movies, and it wasn't for the torture porn. Yeah, I need to make that clear. Um, it <laughs> good. was it was good. I don't because I liked <laughs> I liked how at the end of each one they went back and showed you how it was done and yeah. all the way it was connected and how they fooled you and mm-hmm. like the whole thing. With, you've seen the first Saul, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen so the, how the whole movies. thing where. Zepp wasn't actually Jigsaw, but they made yeah. you think he was the whole time. And then that, those reveals, I just love those and how mm-hmm. they're connected throughout all of them. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen the latest one yet, but um, I enjoyed that aspect of the Saul movies. I could could have done without the uh, the torture porn, but yeah. it is what it is. Like, yeah. you, you need that for that movie. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't hate. It's not that I hate horror. It's just not my favorite. Okay. Like, give me a good action adventure thriller. Yeah. Okay. 
But when it comes to like jump scares, like meh, not my not my cup of tea. But more of a thriller, like this kind of is. Like this yeah. has the jump scares, and I'm not opposed to a jump scare. But yeah. it's um, I'd much rather just have the the thriller aspect to it. So have you, have you seen Gone Girl? No. Okay. Gone Girl, I wouldn't consider that horror. It's more suspense. Even maybe some people might consider it horror, but so that movie's more just drawn out. Like yeah. it's not, it's not a jump scare. Every time you learn something new about what's going on, it's more dread. And as the movie goes yeah. on, there's more dread on top of dread on top of dread until the very end, where where the very your end jaw's ben, on the floor. Till the very end, when Ben Affleck's cast as Batman, and then he regrets his decision automatically. I'm gonna forget that you said that. Anyway, <laughs> so. But what you're not a fan of is just the like, just the gore, jump scare yeah, type I, I thing. Don't, I don't need the uh, blood and guts. To, like, okay. uh, like, oh, this is the bloodiest movie ever. Not going to sell me on yeah. it. Uh, yeah. If okay. it's a good story and good acting and good everything. Like, if if something's outstanding about like, the, the, the The last horror movie I saw in theaters was The Quiet Place. Did you like that I one? I did like The Quiet, a Quiet okay. Place because... Um, I like John Krasinski as an actor. Yeah. Because The Office. Yes. Um, and I had heard really good things about the sound design yeah. in this movie because it was quiet. Yeah. The whole thing is they can't make noise. So you're in the theater and it does this really cool thing where it makes you not want to make noise. Yeah. So like, Because I, you want to like, hear. I'm trying to eat candy and like take them out so, slowly and... <laughs> Um, so, like, I really enjoyed that. Have you seen it yet? Oh, yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, that's, that's the last horror movie I saw. Okay. I figured this would be a good topic because it it is Halloween. And and even with, uh, like, A Quiet Place is even a good, good example of, I wasn't going to see it. Yeah. I wasn't going to go see it in theaters. Like, oh, I'll check that out on DVD. But then my my siblings were like, hey, we're going to go see A Quiet Place. You want to come? I was like, yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Like, if I'm invited to go, I'll probably go. Yeah. If, I, if I'm interested. But yeah. Okay. What What's your take on horror? Like, what's your, what do you like in a horror what movie? My main, and obviously you know this, and anybody who's listened to, to the podcast knows that my niche in horror is sci-fi horror. Mm-hmm. Alien, Predator, Event Horizon. Alien versus Predator. Alien versus Predator. Oh, I love that movie. Both of them, by the way. Okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna. The sequel. the sequel. It's not. It's not a good movie, but I oh, like yeah. it. I like it. Um, but uh, you've got uh, um, Event Horizon okay. in there, and you've got some other ones. My big thing is horror based on storyline, on situational horror, um. And just the just the whole thing of like being trapped and can't get away. Um, I also like many other types. My the one part of it that I'm not a fan of is just the gore. Yeah, horror. I'm not like people talk about you know like bloody this and bloody that and you know like you you can see like you know his guts being ripped out or you know this happens or that happens. Like I'm not a big fan of it. Like. Like the movie uh, Nine, not Nine, Seven. Okay, I haven't seen Seven. Okay, the movie Seven, the Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, there's a person that gets murdered. Yeah, I I know what it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for Um, for that, they kept pushing in college that one of the 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 screenwriter for that went to Penn State, so that was like their. Yeah, that was was that that makes sense. Somebody went through this and they wrote Seven. Yeah, 
Well, that person was disturbed. (laughs) Anyway, the storyline for Seven I loved. And the the character development I loved. And the effects. What I didn't like was the gorish part of it. Which, to me, it's just, it's not my cup of tea. I don't need it. Um, But one thing that I actually do really like, besides the whole sci-fi thing, is uh, is Supernatural. Okay. Insidious. um, I saw Insidious, the first Insidious, and mm -hmm. that one wasn't bad. Yeah, so, like, Insidious would be, like, a modern example of it. There's, uh, and there's a lot of... uh, and there's a lot of other ones, um, but it just. When I was younger, I didn't really care for horror that much. But as I got older, it's something that really grew on me. Okay. Um. So, what's your favorite horror movie of all time? Ooh. I'm gonna try to stay away from the sci-fi horror movies. And this is horrible because I can't remember the name of it right now. But there's a movie where it's a Jewish spiritual antagonist. Okay. I can't remember the name of it right now, and I feel horrible about that. I'll tell you right now. It's basically a Jewish exorcism movie. I'll tell you right now, I don't have a favorite horror movie. You don't? No. <laughs> it's one of the well, things this people, one can people, be for people, now. People have asked me, and I just, I just don't have one. It, I don't... It's not that I don't care enough, but it's I don't care enough. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen enough. Um, okay. I'll put it that way. Uh, the Possession. Okay. The Possession is my favorite horror movie. Okay. But yeah, no, I mean, I, this this movie can be your favorite for now. Yeah. That's fine. I'll, take that. I'll make sure nobody calls you a hipster. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else you want to touch on? Well, mm. like half an hour. So, yeah, I guess not. So that being said, what, yeah, that's the episode for <laughs> today. Yeah. Um, happy Halloween. What, yes. What's your Halloween costume this I year? Didn't really have, didn't the, really have one. I didn't really have one, but, but today I'm wearing a, uh, a element, uh, old element sweater. That's black and orange, mm-hmm. uh, striped like Freddie. Um, but yeah, I was not black and it was green and yeah, green and maroon. Yeah, but just the design is yeah a compliment with the Halloween colors. But um, I've had a skeleton in the passenger seat of my car the entire month. You have. Yeah. McCoy. McCoy. We, we named him McCoy. We named him McCoy, Mister Bones. Yeah. But yeah, because no, my wife and I have been moving all month, so we haven't been able to decorate. Haven't haven't really been able to think about it. Yeah. So at work, we were putting out Halloween decorations. It practically a five foot, you know, six tall plastic human skeleton. Bought it, put it in the passenger seat of the car. It's been there ever since. That's cool. It's um, going to stay as long as yeah. I don't get yelled at. It's gonna. St- um, it reminds me. Uh, I guess my wife's work did like a East or not Easter Halloween secret Santa type thing. Interesting. So she came home with a bucket full of candy last night. Yeah. Most of it she won't eat, so it's mine, which is great. <laughs> there you uh, go. But it also had a um, skeleton of a dog. Plastic? No, real. No. Yeah, it was plastic. Oh, it was, I was going to say, it's, it's, it's weird. Like, it's like McCoy, but it's, yeah. it's like a chihuahua. 
Hmm. It's creepy as shit. <laughs> and I was like, she's she's going to love that. So, yeah. um, Speaking of Halloween, though, and living in a college town. You see it more been than I do. It's noisy. I, yeah. Back when I was in college, I would dress up as Batman and just walk around the streets on Halloween and mess with people. <laughs> like, at one point, I was at a crosswalk, and on the other side of the street, there was a joker. Mm-hmm. So I just went up to the joker, and I grabbed him by the, the coat. I was like, where's Dad? Where's Harvey Dad? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> and then we just had this moment of like mutual respect for each other. Like, nice. It was, it was fantastic. And at one point, somebody gave me free beer. There you like, go. Like, Batman, you want a beer? I was like, yes, I want a beer. So I just I didn't That's want good. to be carrying around a beer downtown, so I just stuck it in my bat suit. Everybody should have a free beer story. I know I have mine. It has nothing to do with Halloween, so I'll save it. But everybody should have a, a free beer story, and I've got one too. But I'll save it. For I later. also have a free wine story. From- How'd you end up getting free wine? Um, so at one point, Devin and I, friend of the show, Devin. Yeah. Uh, him and I were. Um, walking downtown and we walked down the main street where my apartment was and we turned the corner to go on like one of the parallel streets mm-hmm. like there's one street that goes west one street goes east so we're going down towards like where all the people are partying and on the corner by the trash can is just a bottle bottle of wine and so we're like oh hey free wine like let's just take that so we're walking around with this bottle of wine and we're like we'll take this back and drink it like why not um so we're walking around with this wine and these people come up to us like hey how much do you want for that bottle of wine so we were able to get like 20 bucks off of them and then we went to see ted the next day on their time <laughs> it was fantastic there you go i think it was that i think that was arts fest weekend so <laughs> penn state's fun yeah it sounds like it yeah i've got a lot of stories <laughs> uh, but living at state college you would yes Sometimes I miss it, and then other times I don't. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, that's a lot, lot better of a college town than here. Yeah. Um, well, this is, a, this is a small state school. Yeah. It's not a giant Yeah, university. but there are other small state schools that are better, have better college towns than this. Oh, true. But anyway, <laughs> to all of, our, all of our listeners, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Um. Ryan and I are going to sit down and talk about what we're doing next. So we can't really tease you for next week. No, we for can't. For what he's going to watch for the first time. Yeah. I do like the fact that we lost two episodes, so the rotation still works. Yeah. So <laughs> that's something at least. Yeah. Um, still sucks. Yeah, it does. But, but these things happen. Yeah. So for You Have to Watch This Podcast, I'm Alan. And I'm Ryan. And we'll see you next week. We hope. We hope. (laughs) Put down the knife.